At Sport Clips Haircuts, they hairdo like no one else hair does. That's because not only is it the home of the champion haircuts, but they also made relaxing and unwinding the name of the game. With the MVP haircut experience, your haircut gets turned up a notch. That's because the MVP is more than just a haircut. It's a spa day for your hair follicles. It's a seven pressure point massaging shampoo along with perfectly steamed hot towel all while sports plays on TV. You can want it all and have it all at Sport Clips. It's a game changer. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. Sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Hey, it's Big J Okerson and Dan Soder. Welcome to the Bonfire Podcast. We'll have new episodes every morning, Tuesday through Friday. If you want more Bonfire, you can hear our full show every day on SiriusXM. You can go to SiriusXM.com slash Bonfire for a special three-month offer. The Bonfire. Welcome back to the Bonfire. I'm Dan Soder. That's Big J Okerson. Uh, joining us... A friend that we haven't had on the show in too damn long, because it's that damn Michael Che streaming now. Uh, welcome to the show, Michael Che. Welcome back to the show. Hi, guys. Oh, man, I miss you guys so much, man. Che, before the break, we were talking about the HBO documentary about opiates. It's- I was on uh, HBO Max, too, but I was watching your show. But that's me. I'm a different kind of friend. Dan was checking out Crime of the Century. I was worried about the opiate crisis that's... Ravaging. I personally didn't have a chance to catch the crime of the century thing he's talking about. We have a, we have a whole season finale about the opioid cap on crisis. On a very <laughs> special Michael Chan. Do you like HBO Max? Do you like like the interface and all that stuff? HBO uh, Max? Yeah. Oh, Jacob's saying no. Jacob says no. Jacob hates it. Jacob will come right the with interface me. blows. It's <laughs> it it a rhetorical question, Jacob. Oh, sorry. I thought you were actually asking me. Yeah, I think it was like a, that was just a lob, I think, where he's looking for just like a. Man, Jacob, oh. I hate sorry. it. Jesus. Jacob came with hard notes immediately. Goes, yeah, you think I want to dress like Nate Bargatze for real? I was just trying to. <laughs> My bad. We, Jacob thought you had a head injury like Charles and Charles in Charge and your new personality was... Yeah, so how about that Michael Che? He's like, I, I can't fucking find it. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, I'd watch it if you could navigate the goddamn thing. Love to find it. I'd be easier time finding the wire season three. Which sweatshop they designed this goddamn thing in, but throw it away. <laughs> yeah. I find, H- I find HBO Max to be a, a lovely platform. I couldn't, enjo- couldn't enjoy it more. I think Thank it's a, you, Dan. F- a free... <laughs> a f- it's honestly just a choice of so much wonderful program. Hey, Jacob, can we talk to you real as quick? As soon as he started asking. What was up with that? You know? <laughs> as, soon as, Jake, as soon as he started asking, Jacob was already going, like, been waiting for this moment. I'm All not right. Even, I'm not even going to say... I'm going to take Che out of the equation and say, hey, Jacob, you're going to catch me heat with HBO. What are you <laughs> yeah. doing? What are you doing, guy? You think I don't yeah. want to do another special again? 
Just over here shitting on their interface? Hey, Mike, you got the ear of the head over there? Because I got a couple of things I'd like to tell them. Hey, also, got some notes for Lorne. I'm going to send you back with them. Uh, Where's Dream On? Yeah. Why is Dream On not on there? There's no tits on HBO Max. Tits don't live on HBO Max. Dream On. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was, was 11 once. Yeah, I think that was right. And Che and I were the same age. It was our wheelhouse of jerking off to soft core was like dream on for me, at least to uh, me yeah. at that age. It was my for my age. It would be watch those titties get worked up and then go pound to a magazine. Yeah. Damn. Uh, you, scripture. Get a good magazine. You know, you'd have to like find them in the gutter. We would literally find magazines in the gutter. I think like people would throw away their old porn collection. Yeah, and, what? And that's a... find them in the gutter. Yeah. No, I, I had plenty of porn that smelled like creek. But I will. But also, <laughs> but also, um, my you... buddy, my buddy John, dude, that was huge. He got a job when we were young. He was like seventeen, so I was like two years. So I was like fifteen, and at fifteen years old, he had a job. He worked at a newsstand. And when they would get rid of the old porn magazines uh, to get the new ones in, they would just put them in a box and, like, who gives a shit with them? And he would bring me home, like, a satchel. I mean, I had so many that eventually it rained pornography on my mother because <laughs> she touched the wrong box. And it just hundreds of porn magazines. How many out. times had that made homeless men's days when they're like, what's in this old box? Holy shit. <laughs> just the grail. Oh, my God. I just found a vein of snatch. <laughs> Look at this vein. Woo. Dude, the thought of Che as a young kid mining for porn in a, in a fucking gutter being like, oh, this is we got some. Yeah. Got, like, oh, you stumble upon it. It'd be like a video game. Like, you know, you go to a video game, you just take one weird right turn and it'd just yeah. be a gutter full of porn. Not a gutter full of porn. It may be coins in a video game. <laughs> yeah, that's the scenario. <laughs> Sometimes you find porn. But it was a lot easier to get like a porno tape because I had older brothers. Yeah. And they would always have like an unmarked. If you ever found an unmarked tape in my house, you press play on it just to see what the fuck <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, it's, either it's, it's going to be porn, yeah, porn or security footage. You're like, I don't yeah. know what this could be. Yeah. I'll never forget. I think I told you, man, my buddy Frank, who I think has a family now and lives in Puerto Rico, Frank Upshaw. You met Frank before, right? I don't know. Big black dude. He used to make, uh, if you borrowed porn from him, he did porn like on VHS like a wizard. I mean, he had them labeled what they were. And he made his own compilations, what I mean. It wasn't he just put like. put his own mixtapes? He made his own mixtapes. Oh. So it was like it was like his, like Frank's best asses. <laughs> and, it, and it was like, and I got to be honest, like. <laughs> The guy must have been reading my diary because yeah. everything he said I agreed with. Dude. All those headlines were, were 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 preaching the right word. What a way to come out with your own brand of other people's porn. I'm like, oh well, you know, it's it's Danny Double D February, <laughs> on so a it's all big tit mixes. on a dying medium, yeah. on a dying medium. DVD was out already, but you also would still have a VCR in the house. It was that time, like uh, you got a DVD player if you had a little bit of money, but like. VHS was still going strong. There's a nice, there's a nice nostalgia though. There's, there's no jerk quite like a VCR cassette jerk. Yeah, you know what it's it still, is? It's a labor of love. You have it to, is. you have to really watch and rewind. Yeah, the warm hum of the rewind. Watching the clothes go back on and then them quickly go back. Also, how many times? <laughs> and the next thing is just the white lines. Yeah, it's just the the feed going and then like come coming off a lady. This this might be our age difference too, but did you ever have? I'd, sometimes you would find these porn tapes. You'd get them from somewhere, and they were like 
15-minute-long videos. They made the heads on them really big. Instead of the normal-sized heads on VHS, they were, like, huge. Yeah. And there was only a very little bit of tape. But, man, in that 15-minute... I knew for sure where my marks were. Do you know what I mean? You're like, yeah. It's like it's just trailers or little like bump, you know, little like half scenes or something they would show. They used to sell dildos a lot over the, over the phone. Is what? what I is what I learned. What I learned from porn tapes was that there was a lot of one eight hundred numbers selling dildos. Really? I remember, like it would always be like we'd put in a tape that you didn't know, and then you'd play this game of like. Is it a horror movie or a porno? Because they all started kind of the same. They all look sure. a little the same. It'd be like some lady alone in a suburban house. Yeah. Like she's either going to get killed or something real cool is going to happen. And if just titties come out, it's it's meaning it's still worthless to the still deciding. Still don't, yeah. know. Still yeah. anybody's game. Still the anybody's second, game. No, you really got to see a dick or a clit before you know what you're dealing with. <laughs> there's no, there's, they got the yeah. no horror. No horror. <laughs> titties like, wait for it. Wait yeah. for it. Killer clowns. <laughs> All right. There we go. Yeah. The uh, the porn that I always I always had like a vivid tapes that my friend would tape off spice where they would put vivid porn, but the softcore ones. Oh, yeah. So that was like one of the first tapes that I got where my friend was like, I'm done with this. And I was like, please, please. Because I was an only child. So getting porn in the house had to come from outside donation. Maybe I grew up pervy, dude. But you like, like the passing around of softcore pornography. I would never. I just uh, take what you can get, man. Now, if somebody was like, "Hey, you want this video of Skinamax movies?" I'd be like, "No, I mean, if we're trading a video, this needs to be hardcore pornography." Yeah, but if, yeah. I, if I was a thirteen-year-old, no I don't think I have to be straight up baseline, no saxophone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, fuck you guys. <laughs> fuck you guys. Robin Bird back in the day. Did I what? No, I know what Robin Bird was though, but, no, that, I, I, yeah. but I didn't have it in Philly. No, oh, it, it, it was like our version of softcore because you could watch like strippers. It was like Howard Stern, but just strippers. And yeah. it was this like, lady that was a stripper, and she would interview other strippers, and strippers would dance. <laughs> no, she was actually but it was like cable she, access. She was a porn star, Robin Bird. I didn't she, know that. I never was, seen her porn. She was in like one of the most. It was either. Deep Throat or Debbie does... I think it was Debbie Does Dallas, actually. She does actual, like, uh, porn in that, that movie. But she was crazy looking by the time she was doing public access. Yeah, she was crazy looking. She was not in porn shape anymore. That, that's like, why New York kids are always so much more mature, because they were just, like, growing up with fucking... You guys had Robin Bird, like, Blue's Clues? You're just like, oh, look yeah. at this guy shaking his cock on the TV. And me, I was like, a lady's boobs at 11. I was like, I should go Dude, that's, rub my wiener to this. That's why I didn't like the movie Kids. Even being in Philly, where I was, like the movie Kids seemed like such a terrifying like, th- you know what I mean? Like, yeah. even I grew up in a neighborhood that was like relatively <laughs> rough shit going on. Like everyone's like parents were still like knew where they were. It wasn't just a bunch of like skateboard kids at two in the morning <laughs> out and doing kids all weird stuff. Like, I'm like, that's bad people. Yeah. Kids was like rich kids though. Like that was like Manhattan kids. That wasn't like what was really fucking happening. That wasn't. No, but I'm saying, but just like the the fact that they were just like lo- these kids were just like loose all the time. It wasn't yeah. so much like their behavior it was like what was going on around them, and they just seemed so young to me. I was like, oh, what they could they be around. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, so that's just, literally how New York was. But you know that that was that was up until about I'd say two thousand. I think the towers ruined all of our innocence. <laughs> yeah, so the towers <laughs> came down. And you're like, all right, guys, no more kids just hanging out. Get kids <laughs> off the street. Well, you grew up Uh-oh. in New York, so you watched a lot more stuff than I've only I've been here twenty years, I guess almost. But like, uh, I don't remember like a not 
like Disney time. I don't remember Times Square ever being like a scary place to go. It was always big and lit up. Yeah, you must have just got. I mean, Times Square was always kind of big and lit up, but there was like at a time. I remember as a kid, the further you went west in Midtown, the way worse it was. But even that was like the case twenty years ago, like the fucking Eleventh yeah. Avenue and Westside sure. Highway. There was still like prostitutes and shit over there, wasn't there? When you were yeah, there? absolutely. Yeah, was, uh, me and Keith Robinson called one over because he wanted to prove to me that it was a a, a tranny. <laughs> we're trans. Yeah, he was like. He goes over, he goes, he goes, yeah, he goes, you like that girl right there? And I was like, yeah, she's pretty for a hook. He goes, it's a dude. And oh, made, it, made, made her come over. Dude. And he goes, aren't you a guy? She goes, chicks with dicks, baby. Yeah, dude. The young, an X-rated. chicks with dicks. Is that, a, is that inappropriate to say anymore? I don't know. We're, we're quoting. We're... The chick with dicks said it to me. And also, we're quoting it from 2001. So you really can't. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this Fucking is like. Lincoln, Lincoln, Lincoln Park. Lincoln, <laughs> Lincoln Park was dropping new hits. Yeah. It was different time. Different <laughs> time. Dude, it was breaking stuff. It was awesome. We need to do the adventures of young Keith Robinson. It's just <laughs> like an animated show where it's like. I'll tell you right now, that's definitely a chick with a dick. It's just driving Jay around Philly. You know, it's funny to say about the uh, times changing. This was something we brought up very early in the show, but I said I wanted to bring it up with you too. It's like watching musicians as they get older or even just their work matures, like how different the view of like teenage rebellion is. And sometimes they still have to play these songs. Do you know what I mean? So I was yeah. saying like, it's like, you know, Nirvana... Like they're all dead now, so they don't have to do those songs well, anymore. Dave, yeah, one of them's dead. I know, but if it's just, it is, if Dave Grohl was like singing the words of "Smells Like Teen Spirit," you'd be yeah. like, "All right, Gramps." Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Or it's if, like if you know, Harvey was singing. She was just seventeen, and you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. well, <laughs> like, no, no, we can't do that. No, We're too far away from that. that by the way, also, Paul McCartney wouldn't fuck that chick now. Yeah. <laughs> like, whatever age she is now, he wouldn't fuck her. Now she's too old. I mean, they, there has to be a ton of examples of them changing their lyrics because of their age. Just because singing it out loud, they're like, ah, oh, shit, I don't know if I could do that. But just the idea we said, like, you know, of like, just like poison songs, like hair metal songs. They're just like, your mom doesn't understand. It was even a little weird seeing, like, Guns N' Roses, like, Axl Rose looks like a goddamn, like, a cat lady. He's singing like "Welcome to the Jungle," about this song about like showing up in LA as a fresh face, whatever. And like he's been like an old lady diva for the last thirty years. Yeah, now his face is just scary. That singing at you. <laughs> yeah, it looks like it hurts. Like his eyes are gonna start to bleed. Che, uh, uh, shit, Che. I'm sorry. Is are Guns and Roses gonna be on the premiere episode of next SNL? Che, <laughs> yes. he's like, ah, shit. I can't say. When, uh, has Ooh, there been? Man, man. <laughs> <laughs> has there been any famous people that you've seen that were like when we were young that were cool as shit that now you see them with like facial work and you're like oh fuck oh man I don't I'm not good with like facial work I, I'll just be like well this guy is something what is is Bruce Springsteen sick you know like it's like that kind of thing. <laughs> like I don't know <laughs> I don't know like facial work I don't did I, Lark, didn't like Lark, Vo- Lark, Lark Voorhees had to blow your guys minds yeah Lark yeah. Voorhees is a Lisa different Turtle? human being yeah Lisa Turtle from oh, Saved by the Bell. You mean yeah, like I met in person. I met in person. Oh, oh. That's seeing someone in person that has facial surgery that you notice when it happens. Oh they, yeah, they're like, exactly. hey, and you're like, what's up? What's up? <laughs> you're like, it's like a fucking weird thing where you're like, 
What's going on? You all right? Well, What'd the, you do? The, what did you do to your face? Tonight? Remember the lead singer of Motley Crue did like a VH1 special of him getting a fucking facelift. I, it's the grossest thing ever. And then he just shows him performing with his wacky new face. Like his eyes never, he can't blink. And he's just like performing these songs. <laughs> What's that? Would you, I mean, I feel bad, man, because a lot of those guys, they just want to be, and it's like, what, what age are you going for? Because you're not going for 20. And that's just unrealistic. Yeah. That's and you're crazy. 65, maybe. So what are you trying to get back to? You don't look, so you just look like a, a but, weird 65-year-old. But, but also, like, how not... Like, part of, like, the rock and roll thing that I, th- I thought I would envy is, like, the not giving a shit as you get older and just kind of aging into being, like, some old grizzled fucking dude. Or, or maybe you clean up or whatever. But yeah. to be a person that also cares about, like, you know... If you're like if you're starting to get like wrinkle lines from laughing or something, to care about that is very not rock and roll or like uh, like awesome exactly. anymore. Or like he's like does Keith Richards at work because I feel like he's doing it right. No, I think he's just letting all no. the wrinkles take over his whole body. I think that's good. Like yeah, yeah. I want like Iggy Pop. I want to just yeah, dude. Terrible. I want to. I want to get like spooky old, not sexy old. Yeah, I want kids to be afraid to get their ball back from me. Yeah, I want cracks. <laughs> I want weird cracks off of cracks and like yeah, I, I sunken lines. I want like a fucking basset hound mouth where it's just fucking just. I long. want a good smell, a good a good <laughs> mothy smell. Like, yeah, you know, like, yeah. Like these people I've seen, especially in like Scottsdale, that they're really trying to be sexy and they're all fucking plastic, and then they got like the rock tits. So like, oh, the rock tits are the worst. Yeah, like, she love me, baby. <laughs> this fucking weird as shit, dude. You're old. Every couple of years, they got to cut off some more of his tit meat and move his nip around. Yeah, he's like some crazy surgery. I've always, I just remember working a comedy club in Arizona and they had affliction shirts on. It was all these old, <laughs> old dudes that were tan with affliction shirts on and their table sucked. <laughs> Fucking. Oh, dude, how big were their belts? How much were their pockets, uh, their back pockets? Bedazzled? Had, not bedazzled, but also had like a, a button, <laughs> like a button on them for the flap yeah, on top. A, Turquoise was on their fingers. How many, how many turquoise oh, rings? So much. A gold ring yeah, Dane and Cook a turquoise. Jeans. That's what I'm thinking of. Dane Cook, Dane Cook Vicious Circle Jeans. Yeah, I'm excited to dress. I'm going to dress like Nate Bargatze when I get old. I'm going to have very comfortable slacks on. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's kind of the, the thing. Cause you, that's the one thing you see about old people. It's like, well, these motherfuckers look comfortable. That's what you want. You want to see just comfortable looking people. Yeah, my grandma's basically in old people pajamas. She just wears sweatpants with a mac- matching cat sweatshirt. No, do, do either of you, Che, or, or did do either of you see yourself not being a jeans person at some point? You think you're gonna, you're gonna move to? Oh, I'll be jeans. You're gonna move to daily slacks ever? Uh, no, I'll, but I will be. <laughs> I'll never be an agent. I don't think where I'm like, you know, I gotta be honest. Slacks, <laughs> dude. It could happen. I'll do, I'll do like pajama. I'll do like like good fabric, like pajama pantsy kind of old. I'll, I'll be. T- I'll be like, why is this guy in his pajamas at Walmart? Kind of old. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, All right. uh, you guys might get a nice creased legged slacked old Dan. Yeah, no, I no, like... no, no slacks, no slacks, but just like comfortable ass fucking uh, wool or not wool, but like cotton, anything cotton and flowy. Linen, yeah, like, maybe you know, linen. I, I would love women do it, but just like mad shawls and scarves, just flowy shit. Like I Ooh. got stuck in a dryer. Yeah. You know what? If I make enough money in this business to go get a like a young girlfriend in California, I'll start wearing fucking flowy stuff and get into yoga. 
Yeah, yeah Chase gonna dress like a fucking hippie guru. <laughs> yeah, dude, I fucking yeah, get this. <laughs> all these pillows around all the time, like Dante's living room. Just yeah, just laying, just laying just a lot. I love that. Now that seems comfortable. Yeah, but it's I, a point I, where you get to a certain age where it's rude to ask questions. You know, and yeah. just like, oh yeah, let him live, man. I don't care where the fuck he's coming from. That's why if you get those fillers, they don't know that you're at that age yet. Unless they could see all those cracks on your face. No, the fillers. Damn, I'm, I'm still trying to process that you think you're going to go the road of slacks at some point. I'm telling you, I'm too white. It's going to cut in at one point. I'm just going to all of a sudden, bam, just be at some doctors. Although, I'll tell you, Che, I've seen Dan. We dressed up for a picture one time, jokingly, as like we were like a, like a Christmas family. And Dan put on like the sweater with the, the button-down shirt underneath of it. Like it, yeah. in my clothes, it looked like uncomfortable that I'd be dressed like that. It didn't look right at all. Dan, as soon as yeah. he put it on, everybody in the room had to acknowledge. I go, dude, you could be this guy. You'd be the handsome guy in the office who just he fits. 100%. He's tall. He's broad. So he fits those clothes right. He really does. He fits dad clothes wonderfully. Oh, immediately, immediately felt like giving some fraudulent bank loans to, uh, <laughs> to poor people and minorities. The funny thing is, you're the exact opposite of that, and not just that you're like t-shirts and jeans. You're specifically like. A, like childish t-shirts and, yeah, and, and, and yeah, yeah. NBA <laughs> shirt on right now yeah. uh, t-shirt and, a, <laughs> and you're gonna do spots in an NBA uh, Jams t-shirt and a punchline hoodie that I got for free from Molly at the punchline yeah, yeah. so I don't know I'm dressed I'm so, always dressed like Tom Hanks and big when he first turned so Dan he first turned big and he just grabbed that giant sweatshirt so I think what Dan's preparing for and he knows about himself is that you are one real just from the right person like attack on your dress that you will like go it's like well looks like I gotta grow up get some sweater vests and sweater vests polo i can't shirts. do i can't do polo or sweater vests but i could probably do some some smart button downs no oh, you'll do polo shirts dude you i don't like do button you could do it you, you could do it like a jacket and a turtleneck oh Ooh, like right. I'll be honest. Are you be, are you joking right now? Does no. that strike your fancy? No, not at all. I think that struck as fancy, and now you're saying it didn't strike your fancy because I'm judging. Just you. a smart gray. Oh my god, a gray, yeah, like gray hair. Yeah, Just I got hair. a little professor. Yeah, I got a little. Prof- I got a little Mr. Fan- Fantastic. Mr. Fantastic. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Mr. Fantastic. Yeah, I can see it. I can I'll totally see that. Oh, I concur. I can start using oh, words like man. that. Suede elbow patch, Dan. Dude, dropping yeah. bows. Oh man. I can see it. Forty-seven. You start. I put it under. You say. You say. <laughs> you, 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 <laughs> I put it under. I put it under. Dan's gonna wear the slacks too. That like button like uh like coach shorts. Oh, like they're yeah. off to the side. Because <laughs> <laughs> you have to button the button on the inside, and then the outside's like a hook and latch. <laughs> yeah, it's a one two. It's a one on the hip, two button on the front. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> Is that little tiny yeah. Fucking Eugene Levy pants. <laughs> oh, you guys, I'm going to get super into gardening. <laughs> you guys are going to love it. You're going to fucking love it. I can see that. I can see you walking around with a fucking fishing tackle box. <laughs> oh, Che, I got to show you some light little work I've done here in the back. <laughs> oh, what are you doing for bait? <laughs> yeah. Oh, let me, let me show you a great way to properly dress your rod. Is it hard to believe that? Real quick, let's talk about one of our awesome sponsors over here at the Bonfire, and that is Metro by T-Mobile. Mmm. Isn't it obnoxious when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine printer bills that seem to go up for no dang reason at all? I hate that. 
Actually, brands usually want me to say a lot of yada yada when I do ads like this. But at Metro by T-Mobile, there's nada yada yada. That means no contracts, no price hikes, no surprises. They don't even want me to speed through the legal. So here it is. When they say no price hikes when you join, they mean your price will never increase for talk, text, and smartphone data plans. Their only exclusions are for limited-time promos, per-use charges, and third-party services. I guess that really is nada, yada, yada. Go to Metro by T-Mobile right now and switch while you can. That's Metro by T-Mobile, nada, yada, yada. You don't think I'm a sports guy. Oh. But I am a sports guy, but you don't have to be a stats guy. You don't have to be an expert. You don't have to know everybody to use this. And I'm excited. Prize picks, Prize picks dude. I get to I get to actually go on and have fun. It is with, self-explanatory. With sports, and it's easy to use, even f- if you're an expert. If But if you're a novice like me, football season, it may be over, but the action on the floor is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or the fight for playoff home court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Quite simply, this is easy enough for Chicks and Bob to use. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks right now. America's number one fantasy sports app. Gamble on it. And Bob, where you can turn your hoop knowledge into serious cash. I don't have that much knowledge, but you know what? You don't need it. You can now win up to 100 times your money on Prize Picks with as little as four correct picks. I know what that means. Yeah, well, it's pretty amazing. You're just going against the projected stats of two to six players. It's great. Uh, more or less. That's it. So if they say LeBron James, uh, 30 points tonight, you're picking him. He's going to get more or less than that. More, only. That's it. Quick 31 points, you win. Yep. 29 points, you lose. Yeah. 30 points, I think, is a push. And you know what? You can turn $10 into thousands of dollars, which I love, with the NBA, NHL, college basketball, Entries today. Listen, conference tournaments are here, which means the biggest moments in college basketball are, are getting closer. Be part of the action on prize picks for both men and women and, and Bob. Bob. College basketball prize picks even uh, offers injury insurance so that your entries stay in play, even if one of your players gets hurt. Tomorrow's uh, live show, I would say Bobby's projected farts are four. I'm going to go with more than that. Oh, my God. I'm hitting the over on Bob Farts on Monday. Yeah. yeah so you want to be in on this? Download the app today and use code BONFIRE for a first deposit match up to $100. That's code BONFIRE, B-O-N-F-I-R-E, for a first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Disney Plus and Hulu are better together in the Disney Bundle with new movies and series. On Disney Plus, experience the full Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with new main show performances and acoustic collection. On Hulu, follow the fantastical evolution of Bella Baxter, played by Emma Stone in the award-winning film Poor Things. All of these and more streaming this month. Get the Disney Bundle with Disney Plus and Hulu. Terms apply. See DisneyBundle.com for details. Hey, real quick, let's talk about one of our amazing sponsors over here at the Bonfire, and that is Babbel, everybody. You know, one in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are designed by over 150 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college, and Babbel has over 10 
10 million subscriptions sold to date. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Bobby. What's up, Jay? How are you? I am doing bueno. Bueno. Yeah. That's what I learned from Babbel so far. I le- wanna, bueno. Want to know what I learned from Babbel? Buenos noches. Non paletano, molto bene. What? Scusi. You watch your mouth. Bueno note. Omerta. Buenos Aires. <laughs> La Costa Nostra. Roberto. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash bonfire. Get 55% <laughs> off at babbel.com slash bonfire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bonfire. Rules and restrictions may apply. Even considering the way I dress, I make several choices of things I don't do because I'm like, dude. You're 43. So there are actual things that get knocked out of the you, list. <laughs> can you throw it out to Che and I? What are some of these yeah, things? Yeah, like, that... what's, the, what's one of those things? Mm-hmm. More, uh, probably, like, uh, like another piercing or something. I, it's like, I'm like, what am I doing? Well, I'll tell you something that I could never pull off that Che can. When I, we were doing a show in Brooklyn, and Che's got one of those, uh, like, bandoliers. You know, like the cool bandoliers, which it's is basically. Purse. It's what? It's a purse. Yeah, it's a purse, but it's, it's a, a cool purse. Is it the Louis Vuitton it's one? Cool. It's cool, but it's a it's a purse. Is it the Louis Vuitton one? Because I've been looking at I, it. I have, a, I have a bunch of different ones. Man, I just sounded so much like, I just Scotty from Boogie Nights. I go, do you think that's cool? <laughs> Jay, if you think it's cool, I'll get it. Like, I don't even care. If it's stupid, though, I don't even really need a purse. Uh, yeah, dude, I'm just mad because I wear a fanny pack and I'm shit. <laughs> but Jay's got a bit. I would wear an actual bandolier. Bobby tried pushing those in like 2011. He's like, dude, this fucking bandolier, it's got everything. It's got a charger for my phone. It's got a sandwich slot. Yeah, it's got a hot dog slot. A little gravy pork. Hot plate. I honestly got into them because of the fucking pandemic and like you had to keep around like sanitizer and shit. Couldn't go anywhere. So I'd bring like a flask and a notebook and I'd go to the river and write like a psychopath. But it, like we all live like psychopaths then. Yeah. And I got used to it. Then you just don't have shit in your pocket anymore. It's See, funny. and I didn't do that. And I walk around with enough stuff in my pockets that people think I might have gotten kicked out of my house. <laughs> I just thought writing by the river was so poetic. I just think, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go write yeah. by the river. Did it's Project, right. did, did, did little Project's Michael Che think you would say something like that ever? <laughs> No, never. <laughs> no, I'm gonna go right by the river. Yeah, yeah. I'm right, great. I would just sit with the book and rest my pen on my chin and just look. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I just took in some fresh, some fresh breaths and just really <laughs> let it out. It's almost brown bear season. I almost think that we, when Christine brings up the plugs, it's gonna say that Michael Che has his own sleepy time tea. <laughs> he goes, "All right, what I so I have a little cup, a cup of Che." And, I really got, and in I got I so mad in the tea as well. You fucking nailed it, man. It's oh, loose. dude, welcome. Are you in the I Celestial did. Seasonings family? No, dude, I got, somebody's got me this as a gift. It was like a bunch, like a loose leaf tea uh, assortment thing or whatever. And I got this tea dipper, this breville thing. It like brews the tea the way the tea is supposed to be brewed. So like, I always thought you just boiled water and you pour tea on it. That's what you I thought. You pour it on the tea bag. I no, it's not. Like, the water has to be a certain temperature. Has to, certain teas have to like brew for a certain time. It's fucking intricate. Jay, I probably should have told you this before the show started because the way you're talking right now, if you don't know this, we do have some black listeners, so you're just gonna really confuse the shit out of them. So just like 
<laughs> this is another fire. I think you probably thought maybe just talking to a bunch of white people that were going to understand this tea story, but Listen, there's I black know, listeners out there. They're going to be like, what the fuck is Che doing? And don't get me wrong, Che. We are overwhelmingly white. That's why the khaki talk goes over smooth. But Khaki talk, won't, it won't even be a, a highlight of the show today. <laughs> Some black truck driver just turned out. <laughs> he goes, huh, huh. fuck you, Jay. I love yeah. Earl Grey. This motherfucker talking about herbal teas. Yeah. I fucking. Yeah, he goes, how about certain black people have a different way we steep? We don't got a white steep and burn it all up and burn the fucking leaves like you fucking oppressors. I would say I don't drink tea. I would say I don't drink tea, but Christine's been jamming tea down me for several years now, so I'd almost consider myself a tea drinker. Yeah, and and yes, Che, you are correct by Christine's use of scarves that she does dance while making tea. Oh, yes. And also, I drink tea because... My ba- because my baby girl I'll tell you what my baby girl Christine went ahead and got me that Wendy Williams mug to drink my tea out of with the thumb rest and the Wendy lips on it so you know I, I use an Ellen mug I got an Ellen mug <laughs> oh dude that is I'm not gonna lie Jay I, got, I got love Jay's I love yeah I love Jay's Wendy Williams mug I love it but having an Ellen mug is very punk rock because you know she's evil it's more metal yeah Ellen, Ellen you know she knows she screamed at somebody to get that shit for you yeah <laughs> she might have taken that mug and thrown it at someone it, it's lucky it landed yeah. in a gift basket it's like glued together like it was shattered <laughs> <laughs> glue the mug and give it to her okay Ellen okay fucking do it yeah I'll drink anything out of a Wendy mug. Well, he, well, Wendy was on that damn Michael Che. Uh, Wendy was on the show. Did uh, she was? Uh, uh, I don't know. I'm guessing she's single. She was pretty, pretty flirty. Yeah, she is single. Did you see me with like Wendy Williams? Like, you think that's a, a power couple? I'm trying to figure out a power couple situation. I'm thinking you and Wendy. Oh, dude, well, uh, she'll dunk on you, dude. <laughs> 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 no, you don't want that shit. Then she has to hot. Then she has to hot topics you. Oh, dude, yeah, she she's a woman that if you scorn her, Che, you will pay for that. Yeah, I would never scorn her, man. We would be in love. Well, were, sure, that's how you plan it. But unless you got a benefit like reunion plan, I'll be honest with you. I want to be in her world so bad. I don't. I don't know why I'm deterring you from doing it. Yes, fall in love and marry Wendy Williams. Yes, and then let me let me and Christine come over and hang out because I want to talk shit with her all day. She what makes me dick. feel she makes me feel like a I mean like a gay drag queen. I get so excited when she comes on. <laughs> You're like, ooh, what do I you get got, so Wendy? I do all the oohs and ahs with her. I fucking I feed right in. I know it's ridiculous, but goddamn it, I love it. Yeah, it's you get excited for Chew Cam and all of that shit. Oh, I can't believe people submit to it. I, I'm just intrigued by her whole thing. She just makes you really. Go through a whole heap of shit, and she really never talks very nice to anybody. <laughs> yeah, it's... I was on I was on her show, and I did the shoe cam, and I was wearing Crocs, and uh, <laughs> the audience audibly gasped. <laughs> oh. They were so oh. disgusted. <laughs> oh, yeah, what happened oh. to him. <laughs> but here's the thing: as weird as that gasp is, I also find it crazy. When Bill Bellamy today shows a pair of chucks, they give a standing ovation. Like, nothing makes sense, really. Yeah, really. It's so strange. I, I, like you, I felt like, like Ace Ventura at like a, like a wine-tasting party or some shit. Like, something where I should not have been there. I was like, oh, this is going to go all the way bad. Yeah. Uh, I did from Jay's Gen Z daughter find out that Crocs are way back in style now, though. So you might just be great. ahead of the Wendy Williams game. Crocs are great. I, I love Crocs. I'm I'm pro Crocs. I used to only do it in the house, 
And now I'm outside with the Crocs. Really? No. Yeah, man. Not for, the night, not for the night. Not for the night, though. Not for the night, though. I was I was just had them on last night. I went and ate barbecue in my Crocs, and then I went to uh, my friend's house. I'll tell you what. You know who's enjoying? Would you this? go on stage with them? Would you, you know go on stage with them on? Not at the cellar, only because I think they would attract too much attention and distract from my uh, opus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, when you got when you got that river writing in your notebook, you got to let it out. You can't be in Crocs. I am very excited about hearing this old. Dan used to wear Tiva's soda. Tiva's. I've been waiting for a active leisure shoe to come back. <laughs> and Crocs, you know, Nate tried getting me on a couple years ago, and I could see myself making a Crocs move. Now, Dan, you can't go. Listen, you can't go to down the Crocs. That's a move down that you're not prepared for. You wear Crocs on stage, you're not going to like yourself. You're not going to like the person you're becoming. When I'm clip-clopping around. Bro. You're like an East Coast beach bum. Look at me. Look at those. I know. Yep. Oh, you, you have, have the, the jewels. You have the decals on you know what I'm Yes. Right I know, Jay. But you are moment. <laughs> but you are. But you are a 20 feet walk away from writing by a river. Dan is in this urban jungle, and he's gonna be walking around in Crocs with a fucking book bag and Crocs. He's gonna look like he's got some sort of. Fucking Benjamin Button or the thing that makes you older. What's <laughs> jack it? disease? Progeria. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm, you got Dr. Marode syndrome. Oh, no, man. Look, there's a jack. I bet that kid's 10. <laughs> Dude, I love Lego shoes. Let me wear my Lego shoes. You're dressing more and more like a boy with every fucking passing face. Yeah. They go, hey, did you just make a wish over in Coney Island last <laughs> night? And then some, some fucking trees tap against your window? Oh, my God. Yeah, let's get Dan. Let's convince Dan to wear Zubaz pants and Crocs now ex- exclusively. Easy sell. <laughs> Easy. S- I got a pair of Niners cro- uh, Zubaz already ready to go. Zubaz, I got to try. That's But that's like very white. That's like white or. No, it's not, dude. Look it up. It's for muscular men. No. Yeah, it's for yeah. Lo- that's for no, like, it's not for muscular men. It's for, no, it's for aging Italians who are in shape for their age men. <laughs> Yeah. Which come on, Che. It's who a, it's do a you guys who go? guys who work at a body shop, bro. We're going you PB. Got to cut your sleeves off if you're wearing those pants, dude. Get those yeah. fucking tight tank tops with the with the thin strip. That I yeah, they're butterfucos, dude. You got to go butterfucos. No, I don't know if even the tank tops. What you do is you get a sweatshirt and you cut that fucking neck out something wacky. <laughs> I mean, the show a fucking the bottom of a chain of a necklace. Yeah, yeah. dude. What? Let's fucking bring back early 90s Royd fucking wear. Let's do it. We're going to have a new GNC sponsor. Sweatshirt cut like a t-shirt is the funniest, most oh. thing in the world, man. Yeah, yeah, unless you're fucking Bill Belichick, you look like an asshole. And even he. Even he. Yeah, he had to win six Super Bowls, seven <laughs> Super Bowls to get over. People to accept it. Yeah. He kept at least he kept the hood on. He didn't turn into a fucking scoop neck like like no, the, the, the scoop neck's the best. The but that's when you got hilarious. Do you remember Dice Clay did a special in a scoop neck? <laughs> did you know that? Yes, I do remember that. Please, somebody, Christina, bring up the bring up the. I, think I think that was his last one, wasn't it? Is it no apologies? Just bring uh, up the trailer for it. It's definitely on YouTube. It's. Crazy, look. dude! He made a real extreme showing that time much, and place choice. Showing that much neck, really. he might as well have showed up with a fucking squeezing a, a thigh master between his legs and, and hold a George Foreman grill. He, he was a fad person for this He's one like, special. It's crazy. It's sponsored by AOL. 
Hey, I got AOS sponsoring me. <laughs> yeah. Tw- get your 20 fucking free hours. Call the pager king. <laughs> oh, man, a scoop neck. Hope your mother doesn't knock you off the porn with a phone call. You got to be so confident to wear a scoop neck on a special. Yeah, what was the name of the special? No apologies. Maybe. It's so, he goes like full Travolta staying alive. It's such a, it's such a choice, but he was, this is all the time where he couldn't do wrong to his fans. You know what I mean? Whether the mainstream is going I don't for know, it. I don't know Dice that, that well. Is is he kind of in on the joke or has he just yes. become uh, like, the, A little of both. Like, this, like when you talk to him off, is he like, oh, you know, I'm fucking around, right? Dude, look at this. S- yes, sort of, but he's not, he's, he's definitely... Uh, he's definitely dice, uh, a lot, but like, dude, yeah, look oh, at that, look at that dude. Look man, at that, that is beautiful. Oh man, that's awesome. I mean, what a choice. Dice, dice muscle. muscle. Get out of here. Yeah, dude. Look at that swoop neck. Right, and give, those us, fuck, give us look a little at those taste. Wings. Yeah, we'll take a little taste. Give a little taste. I got a car full of Walkmans and TVs. That's a good fucking time. The only one that lost out in the riots is Rodney King. What? <laughs> what a place to come in. Right? And I even figured if I couldn't get Joey Buttafuoco for the show, I would have called Rodney King up, you know? It's like every 1992 thing you could call. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> oh, I'm talking about <laughs> George Herman Walker Bush and everything that happened in a certain area. <laughs> I'm talking to Homer Simpson. Yeah, okay. Good fellas, <laughs> you know, dances with wolves. <laughs> Next thing I, I know, the invention of <laughs> <laughs> bottled water for the first time. <laughs> I mean, if it doesn't come in 30 minutes, it's free. Oh, I don't want to go on a rant here like Dennis Miller. <laughs> He's just bringing up early 90s. What am I going to do to Bartman? <laughs> I'm over here like this isn't in living color. <laughs> oh shit dude i fucking love the fact that you he was so confident that he was in a round and he was like put me in fucking workout gear dude, if i just boots. do one and i do one, uh, my next special i'm gonna do it in yoga pants and just a tight shirt my stepfather didn't not fully not dress like that when my mom started dating him my step pop he definitely had that of the times he definitely had a belt that was looped under and pointed down you know what I mean? The old fucking thing and, with the uh, belt, with the sh- with the metal yeah. part pointing down, and like, I mean, a baggy ass like button down or bag sleeve shirt, but like ro- with the sleeves rolled up because he was like muscly and shit. I mean, boots, a man in boots, but you know, like, I mean, like pointy toe, girl cowboy boots. They almost yeah. looked like it was very. Oh, oh, there was a phase like my my uncles were very like muscular and shit. Matter of fact, they used to dance with with Dante. Dante, yeah. yeah. <laughs> There was like a '90s phase where the motherfuckers would dress up like black cowboys. I don't know why, <laughs> or, but yeah, they used to wear like the cowboy boots, and big fucking cowboy hats. It was so it was, crazy. It was like, one. It was one Mario Van Peebles movie <laughs> turned it all pa- around. Posse, posse, <laughs> posse made everyone be like, posse "Was it that? Was that yeah. why?" I'm telling you, that's why they went. Black dudes look good in a cowboy hat. Uh, yeah, that's it. Black guys look cool in a cowboy hat. And for that one year, Colorado culture was everywhere. 
But I mean, <laughs> it was so funny. But like, especially the strippers' cowboy hats always had like a bunch of like balls hanging off like each thing. Like, <laughs> like it was really toys? flared up. Yeah, man, it's so weird to be so masculine and so not masculine in the same yeah. thing. Oh, dude, that's why, that's why when you go back and you watch that uh, genuine uh, genuine's pony video. Yeah. He, you realize that he's just fuck dancing for a bar full of dudes too, like that tur- changes oh, their opinion yeah. about him. They're like, "You're so good at fuck dancing that I like you. Now. <laughs> I like you. I didn't like you when you walked in because you're black, and then you <laughs> fuck danced, and I'm like, this guy, your is fuck fucking... dancing is top notch. <laughs> it's so crazy that they're like. By the way, I mean, idea. The, the concept that like. Dante uh, competed in and probably won in several Lionheart-like underground street fights for money. Like, also, he was putting on, like, fringed wristbands that, like, you know, and making choices to how to make them, like, wiggle around when he does certain, like, ass dances. It's so bizarre those two worlds collide. Yeah, dude, Dante is like a sexy, cool Forrest Gump. (laughs) <laughs> he's just like and then, then I was then I stripped and when I wanted to fuck I fucked and when I wanted to come I came <laughs> this is when President President JFK told yeah. me that I had the highest butt in America contest I was I was fighting in the underground they didn't like me much I would always win yeah dude I don't know sexy let's bring sexy cowboy stuff back You've been listening to Sirius XM's Bonfire. New episodes every Tuesday through Friday mornings and full shows always on Sirius XM. The legends are true. With overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. In a fast-paced world... Every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.